Good morning. Welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Tuesday the 13th of October. My name's Nick here in Melbourne. Yesterday we saw quite a strong rally on the Australian Stock Exchange led by a lot of M&A activity. So Link Market Services saw 25% to $4.99. That was due to a takeover bid from PEP, Pacific Equity Partners, and the Carlyle Group at $5.20 a share. Um, one of the largest shareholders, Perpetual, which owns about 10% of the business, supports the, the proposal. Moving to the US now, and Bloomberg's found an interesting anomaly on the US options market. And it's on the options that have an ETF as the underlying, particularly leveraged ETFs. We certainly have lots of leveraged ETFs here in Australia. For example, I use a, a leveraged AUDUSD. ETF for currency hedging. Now, what is happening in the US is, particularly in the first quarter of this year, where there's been a lot of volatility in the markets, the levered ETFs have changed their leverage. And that's meant, obviously, that their volatility will reduce. And the options, the, you know, the, the value derived from volatility in the underlying naturally will have to fall. And it's sort of just messing about with people that are that are long the options so it's sort of yeah driving a, a an odd phenomenon there something we don't see in for example a stock split that's all adjusted for but it, it's not being adjusted in these in these options so something there to to look out for moving to beef now beef's australia's eighth largest export and continues to grow on the strength of an increasingly prosperous sort of asian population wanting to buy more premium protein sources. And it, what's also worth noting is that beef contributes about 15% of global greenhouse gas emissions, not in CO2, but in methane. Methane causes a lot more warming, but does break down much quicker than CO2, but still a very big contributor to global warming. So there's been a real sort of nascent industry established in these sort of cell or cultured meats. So these aren't the, the plant replacement things like the Beyond Burgers and companies like that, which you know, Beyond traded up 500% after listing on the NYSE. This is companies that are actually growing meat in a factory, so it doesn't involve all the methane production and can certainly be done closer to population sources. And it's certainly a competitive threat for Australia, a country that is very dependent on, on meat exports and meat production. So these sort of companies are doing some amazing things. There's, there's a company called Moser Meat, which was established in, in Amsterdam or Netherlands, and they produced the world's first cell-cultured hamburger in London. Now, this hamburger was produced from bovine muscle cells grown in the lab. And it was actually funded by Google founder Sergey Brin. Now, this single beef patty cost 250,000 euros to make, but apparently this company now thinks it can grow a beef patty for around nine euros, which is about 11 US dollars. Certainly not too unreasonable, particularly for those who would you know, want to avoid animal-based beef. There's also a Californian company called Memphis Meats, and they're using myosatellite cells to grow meat products. They've even produced cultured chicken nuggets and beef meatballs, as well as duck tissue. 
Now that company's got a 161 million US dollars Series B fundraising, and it's the largest ever to be completed by a cultured meat company, and it's included attracting investors such as Bill Gates and Richard Branson, and even has some of the huge US meat producers or processors such as Tyson and Cargill on board. So certainly an interesting sector to watch, but it, it is worth noting as well that there was a survey done by UTS and Curtin that found that 72% of Gen Z people, you know, the young young people born between 1995 and 2002, found that yeah they wouldn't be keen on eating lab-grown meat, despite the fact that it eliminates the need to slaughter animals and eliminates this, the methane production. But certainly an interesting area to watch and something where we haven't seen a lot of in Australia, particularly now we're sort of moving towards more of a, a planned economy, going by some federal government announcements that maybe this would be, you know, considering we are such a meat dependent country that this would be something we'd have a relative com competitive strength in. And moving to the markets now, about 20 minutes after the US Open, the Nasdaq's leading up about 1.2%. The small cap is actually flat, so a big deviation there, led by the tech names such as Apple and Tesla this morning. The share price index for Sydney is up about 60 bips, and we've got the NAB Business Confidence Survey results coming out later today. That's your update for Tuesday. Have a great day. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.